Previously on Smart Mobility Today, we looked at battery technology advancements, AV safety, smart cities, and space. This week's stories focus on autonomous racing, autonomous safety, military ships and planes, black box data, smart cities, and robotic worms. You've got something to say, and we can help you say it. Detroit Media Productions is here for your audio, photography, and video needs. DetroitMediaProductions.com Hi, this is Cindy Polakowski. Will fans of auto racing, where split-second decisions are made by humans mastering technology in the face of injury or death, be as thrilled when the vehicles drive themselves? Or when the driver is AI? Apparently, the answer, at least for some, is yes, and the promise of safety may explain why. Autonomous racing pushes the boundaries of what human-made machines can do without risking life and limb. Plus, racing AVs follow the history of motorsport racing itself, which, in part, was designed 100 years ago to show a reluctant population how safe and reliable new technology could be, and by extension, how motorized transport was better and not riskier than a horse-drawn carriage. While we are on the topic of how safe AVs are on a race course, there is still that issue of AV safety on our local streets. In California, lawmakers and labor unions this week demanded legislation that would disallow trucks that were not driven by humans. Following bad news about GM self-driving taxis and an incident where a Waymo vehicle struck a bicycle and was later torched by people celebrating Chinese New Year, destructive news and incidents amount to an attack on emerging technology and products. All of this represents a challenge to non-techie lawmakers, as we have seen in congressional investigations of technologies involving media or privacy, to find ways to properly address issues involving technologies that are new and changing and unfamiliar to the legislators involved. The U.S. Navy is testing experimental autonomous ships in San Diego and other ports. According to Chief of Naval Operations, Admiral Lisa Franchetti, speaking at the West 2024 conference in San Diego, these AVs will become a large and crucial part of the U.S. fleet. It is expected to take about five years to develop and test autonomous surface vessels and new aerial and undersea platforms. In 2022, the Navy created an unmanned surface vessel program and has been testing ships like the USV Sea Hunter. Focused on surveillance, reconnaissance, plus anti-submarine and anti-mine measures, the Navy's robotic vehicles are being developed to supplement, not replace, warships with human sailors. Perhaps not to be outdone, the U.S. Air Force has completed an agreement with Merlin to develop an autonomous refueling aircraft. The project involves a version of the current Boeing KC-135 Stratotanker military refueling aircraft. The project will integrate the Merlin pilot system into the Boeing aircraft, and within one year, the plan is to be conducting demonstration flights involving basic refueling operations. The partnership also involves the U.S. Logistics Command and Air Mobility Command. And more regarding aerial technologies. The National Transportation Safety Board is pushing a new requirement that all existing aircraft be retrofitted with cockpit voice recorders capable of recording 25 hours of data. 
The agency is calling on the FAA to impose the new policy. And this comes just after last month's incident where a door was blown out of an Alaska Airlines Boeing 737 MAX 9. During the subsequent grounding investigation, it was not possible to recover recorded audio from the incident from the aircraft voice recorder. With only two hours of recording time, it had been overwritten. Looking for better ways to manage your IT, phone systems, or remote workforce? Improve your organization using technology that works for you. PSNTechnology.com In addition to the federal government, seven states currently offer money to those who buy an electric vehicle. The subsidies come in the form of tax credits, worth thousands of dollars that a buyer would add to the federal EV incentive. So in addition to $7,500 from the federal government, some buyers may double that amount. According to Peter Glenn, founder and co-CEO of EV Life, an EV finance platform, information on the state discount is not always easy to figure out. Quote, these incentives are not just a Google search away. Still, it might be worth the trouble if you live in California, New York, Delaware, Maryland, Massachusetts, Maine, or Colorado. You can now get discounted EV charging at some Costco stores across the United States. The discounted access to EV charging stations has been reported in California, Colorado, Florida, Utah, Virginia, New Jersey, and Georgia. I think a couple of those were in the previous story. The availability seems to be a test, and at some locations, the program is limited to its members. PlugShare reviews at one Costco location show customers happy with the lower price, but unhappy with issues like chargers that don't work and the prices may vary from locations, just like a Costco gas station. Every good thing about the potential of a smart city, better traffic, cleaner air, better communication. Every one of those brings a threat like more hacking or less privacy. The complication is the interconnected variety of smart technologies. Yet research indicates that the job of overcoming those threats is one that we have to tackle. According to the World Bank, 70% of the world population will be living in urban areas by 2050. That is an increase of 56% from today. This shift in population means more reliance on city infrastructure and therefore on technologies. Many technologies working together required to manage urban life in smart ways. We will be right back. All right, I'm ready. But I can give it a go. Presenting. Too many. I did. Okay, so the door. His wife makes no sense. Okay. Freelancers, gig workers, and entrepreneurs are creating the future of work. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter at WorkShifter.com and follow us at WorkShifter on social media. Students can now have food delivered by robots under a trial project underway at the University of Edinburgh. The delivery AV known as Pixie travels on private roads on campus. At the university's King's Building, students are able to order food or drinks using an app. 
One goal of the project is to demonstrate the potential for autonomous vehicles in other settings, such as airports or Scotland's National Health Service. For decades, scientists have been trying to build snake-like, limbless robots, very useful in search and rescue situations. With flexible bodies and no limbs, these robots can rapidly navigate collapsed buildings to find and help survivors, or navigate debris fields where humans or even wheeled robots would have a hard time. Why the worm? Even today, the most advanced, limbless robots cannot move with the agility of worms and snakes. As an example of how simple and difficult this is to replicate, the tiny nematoid worm, Sanerabditis elegans, with its very simple nervous system, can navigate through difficult physical environments better than today's most advanced robots. The answer to this problem was found in biochemics, and not in algorithms. Not math, but physics appear to be the answer. By channeling the lateral muscles of undulating creatures, the principles of mechanical intelligence could go beyond mimicking nematoids, and with further research, robot design could benefit from a variety of other organisms. Read these stories and more at globalautomobility.com and subscribe to Smart Mobility today on your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to receive our weekly newsletter and follow us on social media at Smart Mobility Today. Produced by Detroit Media Productions, this is Smart Mobility Today.